Good day. It's Venice Robbins. Hi. It's really great to be with you today. I'm enjoying our time together on our podcast and I've shared this before. I really enjoy this platform. Um, I'm not sure why, but I enjoy it. <laughs> you know, I know I can't actually see you and I can't actually hear your response to what I'm saying, but I'm just really enjoying this time to be able to share. You know, I've said this before, I'm going to say it again, because you may be new to the podcast. Um, The things that I share, they're not just like, they're not things like I've learned from a book, you know, they're not just like knowledge I've garnered from reading. Um, I'm a huge proponent of reading, but I pretty much speak from the things that I've either personally experienced, like I've had struggles with and I've been able to overcome um or and or through my coaching I coach women and there's phenomenal opportunity in coaching um because what I've discovered is where we have a lot of similarities as human beings and coaching is a phenomenal way to empower um, people with skills. It's like another way to see life. And there's power in being able to take a look at a situation from a different point of view. It's kind of like, have you ever seen those spiral notebooks for school? You know, like a little one subject spiral notebook. And if, you know, let's say my favorite spiral notebook color would be red, right? What's yours? <laughs> I mean, spiral notebooks, that might be like from way back in the day, like a long time ago, because it's been a long time since I've been in school. And so maybe it was a one subject spiral notebook, meaning it just probably had about 80 pages in it, pieces of paper. Well, if I held up a spiral notebook, a red spiral notebook, and I was looking at it, I would say, and you said, Venice, what color is the notebook? I would say red. It's a red spiral notebook. But if you were looking at that same spiral notebook from the back side of the spiral notebook, what would you say if I asked you, hey, what color is this spiral notebook? Well, from your point of view where you're standing, you wouldn't even be able to see that it's got a red cover. You would see that it's probably brown or tan, right? Because that's the color of most spiral notebooks. You have the colored cover on the front and then you have the paper kind of tan beige color on the back side, right? And you have the spiral with a paper in the middle. So we're always looking at life from our point of view, from our vantage point. And life looks a certain way. And we say things like, oh, this is the way it is. And, or people, let's talk about people. We say, oh, well, my husband is this way. 
or I am this way. I am so hard to please. I'm so controlling. I'm so stubborn. We have a lot of ways that we see ourselves, right? And what I've discovered, and this has been something that has really transformed my life, is that if I take a look at my life or what I'm dealing with from another point of view, I can see something very different that I could not see in the view that I was previously looking. Remember, I'm looking at the spiral notebook. Remember that example, just to kind of help you keep that clear. So in my coaching and in this podcast, it really is an opportunity to have dialogue around looking at life from a different vantage point. And I'm not here to say that um, the point of view that I'm offering is the right one. I can only really speak from my personal experience. Now, I've had the pleasure of sharing my point of view with people and then they practice and take things on in what they're dealing with and it's made a difference. So, you know, it's kind of why I do what I do now because I'm like, wow, you know, I have something to contribute to people that has made an impact and I'm out to really share these principles or different, to me, I call them wisdom nuggets, you know, with others such that it can be a way to make a difference, to make an impact. Okay. So with that in mind, I'm going to get into our conversation today. I do have a request of you. This is something I've been thinking about. I actually have a coach, Coach Irma. She's my coach, my life coach. And, you know, she she asked me something. We were having this conversation recently around accomplishment. And um, an accomplishment, you could say, is maybe like a personal win, um, maybe a milestone or something that you've um, created or a result that you've created for yourself that is important to you. It's significant for you. So she asked me, like, you know, how do you, how do you track how much of an impact that your work is making? And I really hadn't thought about it. I mean, for me, um, it's by my customers, right? And I thought about it. I was like, hmm, you know, that's actually not the only way to, to track how much of an impact I'm making because I've had so many emails and instant messages, direct messages um, through my info at venice.com or my Facebook page, my social media platforms where people have said like, oh my God, this has made such a difference for my li- in my life. <laughs> so I thought about it. I was like, wow, I'm interested and curious as to how what it is that I'm sharing is making a difference. So before we get into the conversation today, I have a request and that's I'm inviting you to share how this podcast is making a difference in your life. What are you taking away from the podcast in general? What 
how are you taking it and applying it into your life? What you're learning, what you're hearing, and what accomplishments do you have as a result of your participation in this podcast? Okay, I'm I'm actually going to start asking that question on a regular basis because, you know, I think one of the most, there's several stories I could share around impact. I'll never forget this. This was several years ago. I had this um, lady who sent me an email and I'd never met her before. Her email said, you know, hey, Venice, my name is so-and-so. I've been listening to your Facebook lives for almost a year now and I've been so inspired and motivated by what you share that I decided to go and pursue a dream and that was opening my own business and mind you I was like I've never even seen this woman's name before and she proceeded to share that she always had a dream to start a t-shirt business at the airport in New Jersey no 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 sorry in Philadelphia. So she started a t-shirt business in the airport at Philadelphia, in Philadelphia. And I was so blown away. And because I was like, oh my God, like I've never met this woman. And, you know, she just thanked me. She says, you know, what you shared really got me thinking and it challenged me to go and pursue my dream. So There's several like that I could share with you, but for sake of time, I won't. But my point is this, is I'm really aware these days that you don't have to purchase a product to have a change happen in your life. And I suspect that there are people that I'm impacting that I don't even know about. So I'm going to start asking, hey, how is this making a difference in your life? What is happening in your life as a result of participating in this content? Okay. Um, also, just keep in mind, you know, accomplishment. Hmm, that's really up to you to say what is an accomplishment. Some people could say, well, I've lost that 100 pounds, you know, or I've lost that 60 pounds and that's an accomplishment. Well, accomplishment for you could be if you're, that's the area that you're working on is health and weight loss. An accomplishment could be like, I've been, I've actually been eating consistently for a week. That's an accomplishment. My mind, my attitude is really shifting around my weight or my health. Um, an accomplishment could be, I find myself really, um, thinking positively, like my mindset is really shifting. I'm optimistic about my future. So what is the point, Venice? Well, the point is you get to say what an accomplishment is for you. So my email is info at venice.com, info at venice.com. I invite you to um, share. How has this podcast made a difference for you? What's happening in your life as a result. So with that, I'm now going to officially start our conversation. And I titled today's podcast, um, When You Wonder What Could Have Been. And this is a really, this is something I've really t- struggled with in my journey. And, um, 
you know, I remember I've had a lot of regret in my life. And one of the most, and so there's a lot of times like an origin for something. Like when, when, when we've struggled for th- with things, there's usually a starting point for it. Okay. And I really have been able to just take a look like where did my origin of or starting point of regret happen? And for me, it was when I was 16. So I'm 16. I'm sitting on my mom's bed. We're in her in her room and having a conversation. And I tell her, Mom, I'm pregnant. And she was stunned. Um, you know, I was always the good girl, quote, good girl, who, you know, very good student, good daughter, never a troublemaker, very obedient. So you can only imagine when my mother hears the words, I'm pregnant and I'm 16. I'm in high school. So there was a long pregnant pause. No pun intended, okay? (laughs) And I'll never forget the words that came out of my mom's mouth. She said, Venice, your life is over now. And I was not expecting to hear those words. I didn't know what to expect, honestly. And when I heard my mom say that, I had a thought. And the thought was, my life is over now. That was a thought I had. And what I didn't realize about that moment And it's probably why I've never forgotten that moment was that it became a defining moment for me in my life. So what I want you to consider, we have lots of experiences in our lives, lots of them. I mean, from the moment we're born, right? We're experiencing life. And some experiences are defining moments, They shape and form how we see ourselves and how we see the world around us. Defining moments. And those defining moments become like, let's say, the framework for how we live life. And one of my defining moments, there's there's like in human development, there's probably about or four defining moments in human just study of human psychology and growth and development and um, this was one of them for me so this moment became it shaped how I related to being a mother and I'm not going to actually get into that that conversation right now because it's so involved but I'm not going to do that I will in the future. I'm sure I will. But what I want to connect this to was regret. I regretted the choice that I made to 
have sex before marriage. Yeah, I did. And after that season of my life or that moment, I I found myself regretting a lot of things. And I, you know, everyone's different. Um, some people, they just kind of do the right thing. They're, they do as they're told. Um, I think in my generation, I'm the, the daughter of a boomer. And, um, so I've always been, I've lived my life, like do as you're told, you know, I've not really for most of my life, I've just done what I was told. I was the good girl. That's what a good girl does, right? And um, so to make mistakes and make choices that have negative consequences, for me, I had a lot of regret about it. I felt a lot of shame in my life. Now, even though I was a good girl, I really made a lot of mistakes. Like, you know, it's so funny because I was talking to my granddaughter, right? She's 10. And we all, she's all very curious about stories about my life. So she'll say, Gigi, tell me a story about when you were little. And I'm, I'm very like age appropriate with my stories, right? But I share, I share with her real true stories of my life, like things that have happened. And I'll never forget one time she looked at me and she said, Gigi? I was like, yes. She goes, you sure have had a lot of negative things happen in your life. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, I, I guess I have. And she asked me like, why have you had so many negative things happen in your life? I said, you know, I mean, part of it, Maddie, is Gigi's made a a choice to just do things that don't work. And when I do things that don't work, I have like some negative consequences. <laughs> and then sometimes there's been things that have happened in my life that I didn't like really create. Like when I was, uh, I think I was nine or 10 and I had a piano teacher and I was not apparently a good piano student. And my piano teacher told me, you're the worst student I've ever had. Like, so really when you're learning piano, you're not going to be good. But for some reason, this woman chose to vocalize and tell me her thoughts. Actually, she had, she didn't have a voice box. So she, it was the craziest thing. My piano teacher had throat cancer. So they had to remove her voice box. So how she taught piano was by writing notes on paper. So she wrote me a note that said, you're the worst student I've ever had. Now you might be like, if you notice, I'm able to say things about my life and I'm, I don't sound sad. Well, and I can actually laugh about it. And you might be, that may sound a little weird, but really I can speak about things that have happened in my life because I'm healed, there's no, there's no more hurt attached to things like that. I've just sorted through those things for myself. So I'm able to really laugh at it or look at it and not be 
feel the pain of like my mom telling my mommy my life was over. In that moment, um, it was extremely painful to hear those words. And now I don't feel there is no pain attached to those words for me because it's just simply what my mom said. It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean she didn't care. It doesn't mean she was being mean. All she did was she shared what she was thinking in that moment. Now it's hilarious about this moment because my mom swears she does not even remember telling me that. (laughs) I'm like, mom, you did. It was like imprinted in my brain, you know, like I never got over those words because they were like a defining moment for me, right? But sometimes people say things and they don't even remember, but they stay with us because they have an impact. And part of being able to kind of sort through things that happen is we're able to look at them. And this is the power of life coaching and just life skills is really be able to sort through them and see them differently such that the emotional charge that's attached to those moments is lessened and it can actually completely go away. It takes something. It took something for me to kind of just go through that um, dealing with what my mom said. It didn't take um, a long time, honestly. It just took me being willing to, you know, forgive my mom for saying something that I I didn't realize how much it was impacting my life. I never resented her for it because honestly, I didn't even realize that I was impacted by it. But the moment that I did realize it, I was able to really choose to forgive my mom for saying what she said. Because of course, no parent should probably tell their 16-year-old kid that, right? When it took a lot of courage to even say I'm pregnant, right? I think we can probably agree to that. <laughs> or maybe not in the that way, right? <laughs> maybe like, well, what are you going to do now? Like some other kind of question, but maybe not that question, right? <laughs> or statement rather. So here's what I want to share with you today around um, regret. You know, being someone who's made tons of mistakes and lived with lots of regret, lots of shame, lots of embarrassment. Here is what I've learned. One thing that I've learned is that as human beings, we all make choices and we have consequences of the choices that we make. I chose to have sex unprotected sex. And as a consequence, I got pregnant. That was simply a consequence of a choice that I made. And sometimes the choices that we make have, they just have, you know, really significant consequences. And We can't get away from that. I do X and Y happens. Yep, we make choices and we live with the consequences of the choices. Now, the thing is that we 
actually have a say around how we're going to relate to ourselves around the times that we make choices that have, you know, consequences that we don't like or consequences that make our life hard, consequences that impact our relationships. We always have a choice. Now, my, and I, I, it really took me um, a long time to get this, you guys, is that for me, whenever I made a choice that had a, a negative consequence or a challenging consequence, it just made my life challenging, right? Like I wouldn't say that being pregnant was a negative consequence. I mean, I love my son. You know, my son's amazing. And I, do, I don't, he was not a negative consequence. Being pregnant at 16, unmarried, made my life challenging though. Um, on several levels, I was not ready to be a mother. I was not emotionally ready, number one. Um, I was still in high school. There was a lot I had to kind of like deal with just to go to, just to graduate from high school. You know, when I graduated, my son, Stephen, was like nine months old. And it took a lot to be a mother and raise a baby. You know, I was married. I chose to get married. That was another consequence that made my life really challenging. I was not ready. I didn't want to get married. Remember, I'm the girl that made a lot of mistakes. You know, my ex-husband, bless his heart, you know, he told me later after we were married that he didn't really want to marry me. He did it because he felt pressure from our pastor at our church. It was like, you know, jokingly, when are you going to do right by that girl and marry her? This was a long time ago, like 1990. When, you know, nowadays people, it's, you don't have to get married just because someone's pregnant anymore. But back then it was just kind of like the right thing to do. Right. So I didn't want to get married. I literally was about to go into college. I'd been accepted into university and my plan was, okay, I'm going to go to school and I'm going to raise this baby. And, um, I, I, you know, I didn't want to get married at 17 but I did and deep down I was like yeah I don't think this is the right time for me right now I did it anyways and guess what six years later we were divorced with three kids now (laughs) it's like oh my god right more complications in life okay and what I want you to consider is that we always have a say around how we're going to relate to what our what happens in our life period for me i kept living in my life is over i also had another you know for me i lived a lot of my life in the point of view i i can't do it and i there were some real common themes in my life for me And we all have themes in our life. For me, 
I can't do it and it's not fair has been a real common thread in my life. So when things happen, my reaction is, that's not fair. Why is everybody else get to have things go easy for them and not me? I can't do it. Like so, and those all have, what, defining moments attached to them? They do. (laughs) They really do. I won't even get into that now. But my point is, guess what? So do you. You have defining moments in your life, my friend. And they shape how we see the world. And what I have discovered is that I actually have a choice as to how I'm going to respond to every mistake I make. And what I have chosen to where I choose to stand in the face of every mistake is that I am in a process called life. Life is a journey and I'm in a continual state of personal growth and development. So every screw up that I make, because I still screw up quite a bit, The difference between my screw-ups now and 20 years ago or when I was younger is that I'm much more wise nowadays. I think things through more. I follow my instincts way more. I trust myself. But also the difference is that I'm very clear that I'm not going to arrive anywhere. There's no perfection. I am learning every day. And I learn the most through making mistakes. So it's like I have actually have room to make mistakes now. Like, well, I'm going to make mistakes And my reaction to my mistakes is no longer regret. It might be regret, but like for a very short period of time, maybe like a day or a few hours. But I'm able to really remind myself and give myself grace that I'm in my journey and I'm learning with every mistake. So essentially, I went from regretting to taking on that I'm in a growth process and I never arrive there. That is what my life is about. It's our life. Ultimately, I personally think the most powerful place that we can stand in and navigate our life is that it's a journey. There is no perfection and it is an ongoing growth and development every single day. So when I make a mistake, I get to learn from it I become better instead of getting stuck and regretting. And I've made some big mistakes, guys. Big mistakes. And I'm going to continue to make mistakes. And I will learn from them. So that's the wisdom I want to share with you today. And I invite you to really look for yourself. What is your relationship to making mistakes? Do you get stuck? Do you feel regretful? Do you get, you know, stay like in shame? Or do you 
rebound and recover. That's where the juice is in making mistakes. It's all in how we recover from them. So with that, I thank you for the conversation. Have I, My prayer is that you really are able to expand yourself and as you're navigating your own life, that you're able to navigate powerfully in the face of your mistakes, in the face of the unexpected, that you're able to powerfully navigate your life. Until next time. Bye, guys. Thank you.